What's up, everybody? Welcome to Call to Action's favorite interview segment, Chill to Action. I am not Danny. Uh, Danny, my love, my work wife, uh, she's having internet issues. So we're going to go uh, without her, unfortunately, because as they say, the show must go on. We're going to miss her. But I did pull in uh, one of my favorite uh, co-hosts of all time. You know him. You love him. Probably know him best from Houston when he went full Belford. It is Lil Belford. Billy Belford. How are you, my friend? That's right. It's me. It's No, I'm not doing that crap. That's right. It's me. It's Belford. Because, you know, I'm only here for the good shows. I'm only on the good episodes. Mm-hmm. And tonight, finally, finally, to chill the action from his secluded uh, cave somewhere in uh, Croatia, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah. The, one, the only what's going on mr what's up everybody what's up up? how's everybody doing not too bad two of my favorite guys here and the other the other girls are in the back chat room or something because they're not allowed to be on the camera with me right or something (laughs) there's some kind of restraining order they had against yeah the internet seems a little shaky to me we're trying to work out the legal news here i just made a really good uh Really good tuna salad uh, with some spinach, and I, I've been eating like a like a like a pristine animal. Like I, I'm getting fed like a tiger. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just the stuff is amazing. I'm just doing amazing things here in my house. I'm becoming a new man. You were saying that for uh, you were becoming yeah. a five star chef by the time you get out. We're gonna see a good that's, that's that's true too. I got offered three jobs already, but uh, to do some takeout <laughs> and delivery, I'm like, look, do I do, do I look like I need to work right now? You know what I mean? And the guy's yeah. absolutely like, don't ask me that ever again. So, you know, he's fine. I expect you to have like five star restaurants all throughout the land after this, though. I mean, New York, Tokyo, yeah. Croatia, mm-hmm. all, I mean, all ready to go, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, easily. Not even a question about it. <laughs> I like the uh, the Rangers '94 uh, playoff beard you got going on there. They're they're oh, man, deep in the State Cup finals right now. Yeah, this thing is crazy right now. Then I shaved my head bald before Harloff did. So, you know, he might want to take that. Then I just been getting really, I got a really uh, beautiful tan. Uh, I've been going off of, uh, you know, without, without a shirt on, but I kind of like this color on me. And uh, I got my air conditions on now in here. So it's a little too cold for that. I don't want to get in the blighters, you know, I'm scared. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, like, <laughs> especially the chicks in the back, you know. I've had that happen with the camera right off and it breaks the lens. It's not good. It's not fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's one of the yeah, not today. I can't, you know. We're going to see it, though. We're going to see it. <laughs> well, the first time in call action is Bobby Gucci, and also the first time I want to let everybody know in the chat we have our, for the first time ever, we got Streamlabs and Super Chat. So come along this journey with us. Uh, if we fuck up, we might fuck up because this is how we roll. This is all new. We're going to try yeah. it today. Um, try to I'll read anything you guys have to say. Mm-hmm. I might save things for a different times. Don't worry. I'll get them. Uh, we have Kelsey, our um, if you're a little Kelsey and Kins in the background, she's taking care of uh, documenting that kind of stuff down so I don't miss anything. Um, and I'll try to read Streamlabs more towards the end in, in a big bunch um, as we're waiting for uh, chats to come in and everything, as you know how the show goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, we actually already have some coming in, but we'll get to those in a bit. Uh, we'll start off how we always start off. Usually we start off, it feels like a weird question to ask you, Bobby. We okay. start off with, you know, how did you get into the Schmodown? Well, I mean, you were there mm-hmm. right in the beginning. So I guess sure. I'll alter the question a little bit and say, mm-hmm. you know, what was your reaction? What did you feel when, uh, t- when uh, Christian asked you about or told you about what he was planning and how it has evolved since then? Well, you know, when I when I first recognized it, I mean, 
you know, when they started doing the little trivia things, that happens on every podcast, you know, when he, when J, JT was playing, uh, you know, the, the artist formerly known as Copster. And then, uh, you know, I think there was a, a couple of them, a verse somebody. And then I think when, I don't think he realized what he was actually doing until it started taking off. And then he's like, wow, this is actually pretty interesting. Cause I mean, like I said, if you look at it in its infancy, uh, it was lunacy. Nobody knows what was going on. Half these those numbers, <laughs> names and this, that, you know, nothing would fly anymore. Like half those answers would be wrong. And, uh, you know, <laughs> you had guys like me and Makuga ranked in the top five, you know, we wouldn't be ranked in the top five anywhere in, 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 uh, anymore, especially how good these guys are. So, I mean, yeah, the game has taken a whole new, you know, turn. Um, I mean, it's a real game now back in those days in toad hop and wherever we were or, Maria Menounos' studio, and it, it, it was just, we were just, it was basically just fucking around. And uh, when you start, when it, you know, you start winning championships, you know, like, oh man, this is actually pretty good. And then people, all the fans just started going, like, more trivia, more trivia, more trivia. And we had enough personalities to make something work like that. And, you know, we were the the first guys, me and JT were like the first guys to come in with like, you know, the the entrances and, 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 and uh, you know, costumes and all these other kind of crazy things where we like talk, talk shit about people. And so if anybody wants to talk about who's the, the inventors of like, you know, giving people the business and being heels and things like that, uh, it was me and JT were rocking all those guys right from the get go, you know? And I mean, I was just being Finstock. So it is what it is. So I'll give him that anyway. So as a modern, <laughs> just like I'm playing this guy, he's a loser and that's going to, what's pretty much going to happen. And then from there on out, you know, built from there. And then it just took off like a, like a, like a Chinese bullet train through, uh, you know, Tokyo. And then, uh, <laughs> the Tokyo, Japan, everybody knows that. But, uh, so, you know, the thing is, uh, yeah, I mean, unfortunately this stupid pandemic, you know, uh, ruined what I think was, uh, something that was going to be pretty magical. I think the season was going to take off to new levels, especially with the, you know, the ESPN stuff and Skybound and all these yeah. other people jumping on board for this thing and how serious people were taking it and how great the live events were. It's a, it's a real shame uh, that this can, this, this can't go on like this as of right now. But I mean, look, it's not, there's bigger fish to fry right now with uh, the whole, it's not just about the showdown here. There's a lot of other things going on and it's clear. I mean, trust me, it should be all about the showdown because I'm in it, but it, but it is, so, but it, it should be, but no, I miss baseball. I'm, you know, I miss everything going, going to places and, you know, doing what I do in bars and stuff like that, which is always fun. And, uh, you know, you miss, you miss the, you miss the, the camaraderie, who knows where it's going to go and how it's going to go. But hopefully when this is called off, we figure out a way to get this thing going. So, uh, you know, we could just, you know, fence stock exchange can keep piling up more points, you know, it, well, I, it's going pretty good for you guys. I mean, it's not going so good for some others, mm -hmm. uh, like Shannon Barney, unfortunately, who did try to do a nice song today on the chat, but, uh, yeah, but she's winning in the song department. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's got some musical skill that we didn't know about. Yeah. Hey, 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 she's winning. Are we going to see a like she's not winning, doesn't mean she's not winning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah. I mean, look, everybody, all those managers, you know, it's their first time through the, through the gauntlet here. Um, I don't think they have, uh, I don't think they knew what they were getting into, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, to let a couple of people fall uh, deeper into the draft and not doing your homework. Uh, there's, there's still people on the board that are better than, you know, than some people have on their teams. You know what I mean? So True. there's ways to look at it. And, you know, going with the drafting the 10 guys uh, was something I wanted to do. 
uh, you know, the 10 people, I mean, obviously I got uh, women on my team as well. Um, but you know, some people didn't want to take all 10. Uh, I think Sam stopped at eight or somebody else did that. I'm like, why are you guys doing that? Like, why would you even do that? Take your team and run with it. As I'm saying, these people just don't really understand and hence why the, you know, the, uh, the, the leaderboard is where it's at, you know? Yeah. It's not a, it's not a little league team where everybody has to play. So you can draft yeah. 10 players. If right. you don't want them, you drop them later and pick another one up. So absolutely. Not even a question about it. You know, speaking of your draft, you know, you obviously the first four rounds were, were set in stone. Yeah. We knew who those were going to be. Everyone knew Roko was going in the fourth round. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, had that, I had that on my draft board uh, literally the day before the draft. Um, yeah. Yeah. I did a preview of the draft and uh, I said, I said, Roko's going to go in the fourth round. He's going to be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> It off, and then the next day that yeah. happens. Yeah, <laughs> but it has the best line, the yeah. best line ever of Danny, I ain't no fourth round player. Yeah, I know. I was like, Jesus, history. You know, you got, you know, uh, some people react to things differently. I, I, I owned up to that. I didn't really, I didn't think about ego at that point. I don't really think about that. I think about winning. Uh, you know, and I was, I should have said, Hey, just give me my four picks and let's not even go up there. You know what I mean? Uh, I didn't think it was going to mean something like that, but apparently it did. And, you know, look, uh, when, when you're the best and you know, your team is the best, there's people are going to come at you. People are going to stir a pot to do anything they possibly can to take you off the top. Let me, and let me tell you something. It's like a lot of these other managers, a lot of these other people, they're like climbing a little mountain to look over to see the castle. Right. And mm-hmm. then they their way to the castle and they're like so happy to see it. They're probably finding their personal legend. And then they go knock on the door of the castle and it's just us right behind there. So it's like, they're just coming to see us in the castle. So that's their thing. They, they could do their little pilgrimage, do the desert, do whatever they want, get to the castle. You're going to see us there, period. Fair enough. Tom, some of these people look over that hill and they think they see a castle. It's a duplex on Melrose. They don't even know what a castle looks yeah. like. <laughs> exactly. like living in the castle on top of the uh-huh. hill. <laughs> and as the only manager who's not looking up at Robert Meyer Burnett in the standings, he's a moron, but he, he drafted better than a lot of other people. And I'm not going to say who they are, but he drafted a lot. <laughs> to be fair, he drafted only the names that he knew to know your name. I think he, I think he went on to, like a fan chat or something and found all the names. And they, Definitely. you know, cause he, like I said, is a, is a, you know, I, I called him this before. Uh, he is a great, he's an artist. He's a, he's a great document. Uh, what is it? Uh, documentarian. Yeah, documentarian. He is a good editor. Mm-hmm. He is a good actor, but he's also another kind of artist. A choke artist, <laughs> <laughs> a loser, a loser artist, and more or less just like a, a big mouth artist. So that's what he's doing. But good for him, you know. Yeah. Every dog has his day, I guess, right? Uh, yeah. Second place artist right now. That's, that's what he is. He is. He got a couple of big wins and took down a couple of big teams that uh, really shattered a lot of people's dreams. You know, and coming out second round pick hasn't even played yet. I know. Like, he- I know. Oh, the second place, the first loser, though, really. That's true. That's it. That's exactly what it comes down to. You know, so I think 
when you look at somebody who's got a big trouble, Roxy's in big trouble. Um, you know, when you lose a couple of games there uh, mm-hmm. with big boys, uh, it's it's hard to come out of the gate. Uh, you know, uh, Coy with when uh, you know uh, Bibiani and the other guy lost in the first round. I mean, lost in New York in a live event. That's take that takes them guys out of the singles competition for a while, maybe almost till you know the tournament time. Uh, so there's a lot of things to think about here um, and how they're going to operate. Uh, and they got a lot of soul searching to do. I, if I was them, I'd, I'd think about trading a couple of people. They, they should start doing that. And I think you, I think you might see some bigger names traded when this thing gets back into the, you know, functioning. It's de- it's definitely a possibility if people want to stay in the hunt because nobody wants to finish last. Are you open for trading anybody at this point? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, look, I, I, you know, nobody who is is uh, nobody who has won. <laughs> that's <for sure. laughs> uh, nobody who has a belt. That's so looking cool. to trade Ben Bateman is what I'm hearing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. No, Bateman won. Bateman won his team's match. A little bit. I carried him to that victory. It's fine. There's some really good players. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of good players out there, but we have the best players. You know, we have the, the best four players. Then I think the next the next guy on that list is Barbarian. You know, and yeah, yeah. you got to. That was your best pick in the draft. Oh my god, that guy! Forty all time greats, and that's your yeah, best I pick. I Did you know you were getting Elvis when you got Barbarian? Or uh, no, I, you know, I, I told you about Elvis. I, I was telling, I forget who I told you the other day. Um, you know, me and Christian were talking about, you know, because he's like, ah, he's just wearing a t-shirt and this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, I got something for him. Don't worry. But I really didn't have anything for him. So I had to find something for him to make it true that what I said to Christian, you know, is believable. So uh, <laughs> my, girlfriend, my girlfriend comes home with, uh, she has this big jacket on with this fur thing on it. And I was like, hey, I was like, I didn't even say hey. I was like, hey, is that, is that, is that detachable? And she's like, no, hi. I'm like, yeah, hi. But is that the time? And she's like, yeah, I think so. I'm like, all right, cool. She's like, why? I'm like, I don't know. You know, now it's barbarians and uh, she hasn't seen it since. <laughs> <laughs> Probably doesn't want to quite a bit. I'm not sure if you, you want yeah. to get it back at this point. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, I gave it to him and Christian's like, that's perfect. And we, I was going to have him wear it around his neck like that. And he was just like, I'm going to call it Elvis. I'm like, that's fantastic. And then I was like, you should just make it. Me and Christian were just like, you should make it. Uh, you know, a, a, a kind of be like your your mini me or something. And he's like, yeah. And he just rolled with it. He's fantastic. And another side note, he he's going through some rough times. So you get everybody hopefully prays for him. And uh, yes, very much. So. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's going through a tough one, especially uh, when you're in uh, this kind of uh, world we're in right now, which is a terrible one. And uh, it's just unbelievably bad to get to get double whammied on something like that. Is even more uh, unbelievable, catastrophic. Absolutely. So, yeah. Thoughts are with him. It was a great. It was a great visual of him when he walked out for. I, I think it was the tag match uh, with uh, who's the boss, and he walks out first with with Elvis on his shoulder. And yeah. Everyone else walks out, and they all have a belt on their shoulder. Yeah. So it's it was amazing. Yeah. yeah, we got the best interest. We got the best everything. When we come out, yeah, it just gets real crazy. So, <laughs> walk out with those guys. People are legit scared. Like, you know, ma- other managers I won't name, they won't come up to me and be like, man, I got no shot. I'm like, yeah, you ain't got no shot. I need definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like other people, but I'll tell them, you know, and then one person, like I said, they're like, oh, looking like we can get catch you guys. I'm like, you guys just keep looking. You know, <laughs> can't find nobody. So, 
we'll see. We'll see how it goes. You know. Well, the it's only like, negative thing about the exchange so far is obviously has been the communication issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little exactly. bit of uh, alpha dogs kind yeah. of exploded yeah. here and there. Yeah, yeah, things happen. Things happen. You know. <laughs> are we? Uh, how, how are we now? I haven't heard anything. A little bit. Are we? Uh, calm we're down? good. We're good. I mean, we're doing really well right now. We're still in constant contact uh, with everybody. I mean, everybody's got their shows. Everybody's doing some really cool shit, um, you know, and you see them all the time. It's like um, when you when you look at uh, oh, nice Tim Franco. He's he's my boy. <laughs> Tim Franco actually beat me the other day in Cards Against Humanity. Uh, yeah, came down to the final question. Uh, we had both had like I think we both had eight cards in our thing, and uh, uh, yeah, somebody cheated. I, I it wasn't Tim Franco. I think it was somebody else. I'm pretty sure it was PJ or somebody did. It. <laughs> I don't okay, need the nicest human being in the world. Somebody cheated. I, no villain. Yeah. I was like, how does that not win? So, uh, that's, what I that's for well, sure. You cheated RB3? Yeah. <laughs> I think RB3 built for you. And I just, yeah. like, perfect for that game. Oh, my God. We, uh, we crushed it. It was really, really fun. Uh, it's not yeah, yeah, PJ does it every weekend or something. Uh, I think he has special guests. And, yeah, I think so. He's and, been yeah. killing it over there. Maybe yeah. Evan, that's who did it. That's who did it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Evan DeGroff. Or what he's it. probably Canadian. I don't know. Yeah, he <laughs> he's got a lot of Canadians. So Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of stuff going on. So we'll see. We'll see how it plays out next time I'll win. I told them to have me in like the middle – the middle thing, like the Hollywood squares, like they always had the same guy in the middle. Center the square, middle. the Whoopi yeah, Goldberg. So, yeah, yeah. You don't even need to go anywhere. Just put me in every single match. <laughs> Speaking of matches, mm-hmm. you've got one coming up, or at least I might have taped already, but it's going to be aired soon, regardless. You and Kaiser. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, you know, I've beat him a couple of times in a row. I mean, obviously, I've beat him in the show. Uh, beat him in Orlando. Uh, like. I, I beat him at the baseball card game that Mark Ellis throws. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. He needs a win against me more than I need a win against him or anybody. You think so, he's desperate at this point? And is he that, that desperate at this point? He could be. He could be. I mean, he's got a lot of time in his hands, too. I mean, everybody does. So maybe he's studying, you know. Uh, that could be a possibility. Uh, me, if I know him, he's probably not. But uh, anything, anything is possible. So, uh, and you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm ready. Yeah. If it comes to, if, you know, I haven't really been doing too much movie stuff. I've been watching more TV. Uh, but, and, uh, you know, I'm, I spend a couple of hours a day out in the park and read, I'm reading books. I'm just trying to make myself a, uh, a smarter person than, like I said, I already am. But, you know, to get to a point where I can really uh, start seeing the world a lot clearer, you know. I get that. I'm yeah. speaking to TV. It does seem like that that big show there, the Netflix uh, Tiger King. Was that based partially, at least partially, on your life somewhere? A little bit. A little, I mean, a little bit. Well, I mean, because remember, I used to, you know, I used to make. Uh, I tried to raise funds to save Kenny, uh, Kenny the the Down syndrome tiger. Uh, <laughs> back in the day, it was like a white. It was a white Down syndrome tiger, and uh, you know, people were like, "Is that real?" I'm like, "Yeah." What do you, What do you mean? Is it real? What, what do you think they're doing? Like a pixelizing his face he's a, he's a down syndrome you know make that so, up yeah i mean yeah so he was inbred like a, a thousand times or something and then uh what happened was they put him to sleep apparently and i got a little bit of his ashes and they're on my mantelpiece out here so somebody i got a, i knew somebody at the uh tokyo zoo so everything works out for the better i oh, guess 
You're yeah, in Tokyo. Took so that bullet train, that, that yeah. bullet train to the to <laughs> Tokyo Zoo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> it's really what it comes down to, you know. Uh, it's been good stuff. It's been good stuff. Will Will any of the characters from Tiger King be appearing on Little Bobby and the Juice in the future? Oh, I'd love that. Uh, I mean, because I do, I am doing an episode with Bobby and uh, Juice of uh, they're trying to rescue Kenny. The, oh, okay. the Down syndrome tiger, and I have a about a, a tiger from 1976 that looks exactly like Kenny. It's a white thing. <laughs> it's amazing stuff. And then I got like, two, little, two little black panthers here that I, I got at the bowling alley, and then uh, they also. Uh, so Chazwick Bozeman will be in the. Uh, yeah. Chazwick Bozeman, whatever the hell I said. Be there and Damien Casile. I spelled. I that was bad. I mean, he. I, I should have. I should at least got one of them. That, that's what right? I was, Yeah, at least one. But yeah, you know, the answer, and that's all that matters. I was going by Comerotic instead of Joe Exotic. <laughs> I like that. Just some cousins, maybe, or is it? Yeah. If I didn't come back around, then uh, I would have done. Uh, I would have done that. I would have. If Finstock didn't come back around, I would have segued off Gucci and went to. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, that homie, the homie's there. <laughs> yeah. I got my shirt on him. It's terrible. But anyway, what I was saying though is, uh, yeah, I mean, look, you know, I can go as Tom Erotic. We'll see how it goes. I may, I may dress up for him like that. I mean, I run the town over here. I'm trying. I'm gonna try for mayor, mayor of Burbank. I walk around without a shirt, uh, probably you know, probably for the last two and a half months straight. Uh, the neighbors are like, "What in the world is going on?" Uh, I hang out at the park. The parks are closed. They let me hang out there. Like I'm just doing all the good stuff, man. They they can't stop me out here. Burbank has no shop. So, Why would they try? Why would they even try? Speaking <laughs> of uh, getting uh, a Finstock coming back, you the mask has now returned. Yes. Bye. By Andrew Guy of all people. Yeah, a really weird situation. I, I didn't know what was going on. I was just, you know, doing my uh, usual, uh, you surveying know, the roof. Yeah, the roofing. I was surveying the terrain. You know, seeing what was going on because you could like actually look into. Uh, there's a really hot uh, woman that lives across the street over there. So if you go on top of the, uh, the if you go on top, no, they stop. <laughs> Gucci has a map of where all the really hot women are all and the, the roof access the to allow you to view them. Yep. Easily too. Yes. Very easily. So anytime that happens, we're, we're in big business. So yeah, but yeah, it's back. I mean, if, if, I don't know where he was coming with it. Uh, you know, we don't really talk in the, uh, inside the showdown. I mean, we never really had any kind of beef. You know, wasn't really anything like me versus him ever. It was just him, Bateman, and you know, wherever else he had his beef with Roca before this, and then you know, Burnett now, and the whole shebang. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what what, what what's going to be you know come of this. Uh, I appreciate having the mask back. You know, uh, that always works. Um, it doesn't make a difference. I mean, I could be, I, I could, you know, Finstock can come back whenever he feels like it, or you know, Gucci can do whatever he wants. Tom Dagnino you know, can do whatever he wants. Maybe Tom Erotic comes in now. Who knows? You know, that would be perfect. Yeah. Well, anyone can be. We know yeah. anyone can be Finstock. So you know, you could That's have someone true. else wearing Elvis could be Finstock. You know, if you have the magic. <laughs> that would be yeah, that would be unbelievable. <laughs> That's again in, in another episode of Little Bobby and the Juice. Who yeah, is this totally. Who would make the best fun stock out of the showdown right now? Who can we put in that mask? That would really just crush it. Really just uh, crush it. 
that can be that guy. Uh, let me think. Who knows? It might be a girl. Uh, Shannon Barney could be Finn Stocker. Stocker. You know what? That might not be. That's not a bad idea right there. She's actually really funny. And she, <laughs> and she could be really wild. So that can really work. Not a lot of not a lot of other people can do it. Uh, Tim Franco. Know, Tim Franco Tim, could be Finn Stocker. Tim Franco could probably play it too. Yes. I think so too. He's a possibility. Um that's you know, Andreco played in the one time, but he he wasn't he wasn't good because he didn't win. So you know he wins and it would have been perfect. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to really think about uh, even anybody put that on again. You know, uh, other than a you know uh, a girlfriend. So uh, we'll see how also that. Guy had it, so you want to get it cleaned? And Burnett had it before that, so you really want to get it really? Cleaned. Yeah, I don't know where that guy had it. I, don't, I mean, shit. I don't want. I don't even want to think about it because he. Uh, uh, he's he looking like the outskirts of that eyes, and I don't know what happened. <laughs> Oh, and also have the uh, hot man of the chat as well. I wanted to say hi to you, Billy. If you saw that, just saying that over there, Brandon had uh, yeah. Billy. <laughs> yeah, I like Lil. I like Lil. I like Lil Bell. That's right. Yeah, Lil. And I wore my. I knew what was going to happen tonight, so I wore my my t shirt specially for it. I knew what was going <laughs> oh, on. Shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, first comes around. Always. Yeah. Always. Shenanigans ensue. Sure. <laughs> Oh yeah! Is that the inaugural? That is the first real super chat of the show. Nice, dude. Nice. The man of the myth, the Gucci. All hail, Bobby Finstock. I just try my try my best. Always, man. Always. I just try my best. Try to get try to put on a show. (laughs) Well, we also do. We had we talked about little Bobby and the Juicy. Are you working on season two? Let's. Is that going to come out? uh, Yeah, we actually. I actually filmed a little more. We've been filming all week. Okay. Uh, yeah, the first episode is called Service Dummy. Uh, the second uh, episode is called Dildo Murder. Um, and there's a lot of this is this one's gonna this season's gonna really go off the charts because I wrote something in the quarantine, you know, and uh, you know, you know, you don't know really where your head goes at this point. You know, you start you start you know going off to some weird uh, land, and that's what did this one. So we'll see. With uh, you know, like I said, Service Dummy is where. Uh, you know, it takes a, it's a little gag on how everybody's bringing like dogs and cats to, to t- take with them to shopping centers and the whole shebang to, you know, apparently help with depression and anxiety and other, every other, you know, disease there is in the world. Who knows? You know, but it's like, uh, there's a, and then Bobby and then, you know, Bobby runs into a problem, Juice runs into a dummy, and then the rest is history. So you'll see how it goes out. It's going to be amazing. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. That's a good question. How many goldfish have been won? Oh man! See, you know, a lot of people were winning them for a long time. They were winning all over the place at uh, Collateral Live. I mean, people were doing stupid things, and they were just getting gold left and right. I have Carl over here. He's uh, he's actually going to play a. He's going to be in jail this season, Carl. (laughs) Well, you know. Uh, when a goldfish here was the like go to like if you went to any schmodown related thing or right. in the chat it was when a goldfish here no matter what now recently it's been kind of supplanted by uh Zaflertenflaus. I don't know if you know about Zaflertenflaus. Who the fuck is that? That is Brett Sheridan's uh German pop star character that he oh, has on fake German pop star. Yeah, 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 with yeah, 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 yeah. The fail, yeah, 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 that's some weird stuff. Is he still it's, around? 
he he's taking a little bit of a break. I think he's doesn't want to. They don't want to overload him. He's still got the tough yeah. of the hair still there, so he can come yeah. back at any time. I think. Really, uh, I think I think they're pushing for a match between you and him at some point. Ooh, I'm sure his wife loves it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the audio of him shaving it yeah. and his wife yelling in the background. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I, I think he I think he made out pretty well. Um, but I was thinking, you know. Uh, with with him and uh, the way Christian operates, yeah, he you know eats. Christian has been known to beat a dead horse. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, he and uh, not even he he'll revive it and then kill it again. Uh, it happened. He he does that every once in a while. But you know, I think he knows a good thing when he when he when he when he sees a good thing and he'll play it for as long as he can. You know, right. and I think he'll get it. He's a he's a comedian. He knows when the when the joke's dead, and I I don't know if the joke's dead because I don't watch. I don't. I haven't seen it in a little bit. I'm too. I do a lot of other things around that time frame, so I really can't watch anything. And of course, sometimes a good comedian knows when the joke is dead. You keep holding on for it a little longer, yeah. and it comes back yeah. to being funny again. So I'm just right. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing. That is a yeah, right away. Yeah, well, when a goldfish, it was great, and then he just beat it. And then everybody hated it. And then Cody would drop it at the perfect time, like three or four weeks later when no one heard it. And it's perfect. Exactly. So it's, I mean, there was one point we was just playing it like the whole show. It was just like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's fun. yeah, I mean, I, I died laughing every time I heard it. But you know, I guess, you know, that's, that's because, I, you know, I did it. But It's going to feel good when you go to a live event and people are yelling out, win a goldfish here, like this random uh, thing. Pretty <laughs> I mean, it was my uncle who who came up with that that phrase because he used to run. Uh, he used to he was a like a carny. He was a, he was a, like a you know at the Saint Gennaro Fest and fairs around the Bronx and, and and you know Manhattan and stuff like that. And he had a couple of little booths, and one was the goldfish booth. And it was where you you know you have the little ping pong balls and you throw it in there and you win a goldfish and do to do to do, do. But he always used to go, "What a goldfish! Yeah, win a goldfish! Yeah." And I'm like, "Why? I hated it." And, uh, <laughs> but it was like that's all he did because it's like you know if you're at a game, they're like, "Get your peanuts, peanuts, peanuts here," you know stuff like that. And yeah. he just went through with winning a goldfish here, so I put it there. And then when my buddy did the voice, I was like, "Jesus Christ, this is great!" And then, <laughs> and we just rolled with that. So you know, really funny stuff. The, yeah. It was the tiniest little snippet in the episode. Like it's well, not it even really like was. yeah. It's all one time, was. and then it just caught on, wow, <laughs> blew man. up. Really you never know what's yeah. gonna catch on. No, you never really know, and that's the thing. Because I didn't think Carl was gonna be the star of the thing. You know, I had no clue, and then <laughs> he just blew up. And then like, we want to see Carl. I'm like, fuck, I gotta put this motherfucker in more episodes. Let's get Brad and Buckingham We'll see so what's there. It was hard to talk last night on Riley's stream last night with you and Kaiser. Brandon Buckingham was on the stream with Riley at the end there, towards the end. I remember that. That yeah, was a crazy was. stream. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were, me and Kaiser were, we had, you know, we were drinking early, talking about stuff. And then <laughs> we got on the show, the Finstock Exchange show, which is doing pretty well over there, too. They're just starting out. They're pretty good guys. We're going to start. We have a whole bunch of new announcements coming with that as well. Um, we rocked that for a little while. Oh man. Then we went to um then we were on another stream after that. And then we jumped on a Riley stream. So mm -hmm. it was like two o'clock to whatever. It was just a lot of drinking, a lot of there's no more tequila in my house. There's a lot of stuff about. So I'm that's why I'm taking a week off of uh drinking because yesterday was a lot. <laughs> there was a lot of alcohol had, that's for there sure. There was a lot. There was a lot. There was definitely yeah. a lot. Riley that's good. things too. Yeah, it was it's pretty good stuff. So. Got to watch the Fence Stock Exchange podcast. It was pretty good as well. Our boy Larry Payne is an Action Army general. Also, he, he's on yep. that. And, uh, Larry's a homie. 
Of course, Josh Estes, I got to say, I have a bet going with Josh Estes over uh, the Back to the Future exhibition match. Mm-hmm. Um, about 20 bucks and uh, some kind of big shout out on our podcast. I got Smets. He has, of course, uh, Gilmore. So, Estes, you're going down, buddy. That's yeah, cool. no, Smets is a good player, man. Yeah. Smets is the only thing. Well, Robert Parker and uh, and Smets, Kaiser's guy. I mean, other than that, because yeah. we, we were on the show last night talking about what, what was his thought process behind that. Mm-hmm. You know, look. I didn't know. I th- I knew Robert Parker was going to go high, but I didn't think he was going to go that high. I mean, Kaiser right. wanted to trade up to get him because he heard Roxy was going to take him, but Roxy wasn't taking anybody. He took JT in the fourth round. That doesn't even live on the planet. Anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, unbelievable stuff. The worst. You got to grab the barbarian, you know, 30 picks before him. Moron. <laughs> and, you know, so, uh, you know, you see things like that. And uh, I was just, I, like I said, when he, the only person I thought was going to take barbarian was uh, uh, Burnett. But then he took the Warfather, who looks somewhat like him, because Burnett had Ethan Irwin, and Irwin was saying that uh, Barbarian was a really good player. So yeah, that's I, his boy. That's that's yeah. Ethan that's Irwin. why I was like probably going to take him. I was like, if this guy slips, I'll take him. And then me and Bateman were talking, and he's like, we need an IG Star Wars guy. So we took uh, you know Alex, and, I mean Andrew, and uh, he basically then went with uh, you know the Barbarian. So. Well, that's the question. I actually, wondered. I want to ask Robert Burnett at some point. Did he actually just confuse the barbarian and the warfather? Like, like I similar names? I, I kind of think he might have, or the idiot just probably wanted to yell "warfather" at the draft. <laughs> um, that could be. Yeah. Well, he saw warfather do that. it, and he thought it was cool. So right, right. I, I think that's what it was because he probably meant to say that, but you know, I, I don't know how that worked out. But either way, <laughs> it worked out for us. They do fit in together, I think. They actually fit in very well together. <laughs> Interesting characters. You know. yeah, very much. Man, yeah. That, yeah. This year, there have been two amazing debuts. Robert Parker's debut, obviously, mm-hmm. was amazing. But we, everyone yeah. kind of expected that. Barbarian's debut was, like, off the charts, ridiculous. Like, oh, man. I, I, I was like, you know, I'm sitting in the back with him. And I'm like, you ready? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then I was just talking to Christian off to the side. I'm like, this guy cannot shit the bed here. He's like, oh, he goes, I don't know what he's gonna do. And I'm like, yeah, me either. And but then he, when he when he, once he got the you know perfect round, there, I was like, hmm, I think we might have something here. And he had the persona there too. I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> he it. He's filled everything with that for sure. You can tell he's a good a good character or a good uh, competitor when he like they're halfway through reading the question and he's already like, yeah, oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, of course. I mean, I think. He really was ready for the prime time, and you know, because when you when you when you manage rookies and things like that, some of them don't know the game. Some of them get you know get shook under the lights. There's so many different things a rookie can do. You know, they can answer every single question in the world. You know, on a on a, on a whatever on a you know fan page or whatever. But when you get into uh, you know under the lights, it's not easy for anybody, especially like live shows too, which is you know pretty damn hard to do. Uh, under the lights of, you know, five, 600 people there. And, you know, in Chicago's case, it was a thousand people there. Uh, you know, got to, it, it gets to the best of them. You know, it gets to the best of them. You'll see it. Uh, and then, uh, you know, and then there's some people who just shine all the time. So. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's why they're on the Finn stock exchange, I guess. That's they exactly shine all the time. That's exactly why. You know, I, I mean, it's like, don't hate me be for, for being beautiful. You know, I tell, I tell all the people that I'm like, look, there's no possible way. I mean, they're like, well, you had the first four picks. I'm like, it doesn't really make a difference if I had the first four picks. It doesn't make a difference. I had them because I won, like, right. the previous year. So that's all that yeah. matters. You can't so, blame me for that. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what do you want me to do? Trade these guys to you? Let you win? It's not going to happen. And you could have you walked out of Spectacular last, se- last season with none of those picks. 
Because they all had to win it spectacular in the biggest stage of it, of the Schmodown, you know? So. 100%. Bateman had to win twice. Yes, not even a question about it. And it happened. So, you know, uh, like I said, not my fault. Well, speaking of that, let's talk. Going back to the communication issues, you obviously you had the issue with them, who's going to manage Bateman or, or Murrow or whatever. Now, have you guys worked that out? So if that happens again, you know what's going to happen? Like, say, Roka faces Murrow or, say, Bateman yeah, faces probably going to happen. Or Bateman and, or, or who's the boss faces founding father. I mean, it could be right. any of these. Absolutely. I mean, when Christian was putting up this, you know, uh, you know, uh, drawing up this crazy scenario, I just don't think, and, you know, maybe if he didn't cover that, it's hard to cover every single basis, you know. Um, but the way you see it is he didn't, it was a couple of things that he, he left out, and that was one of them. You know, uh, it's, you can't be two places at one time, even though people think I can be. So I, I just really can't. Uh, I think it, it could lead to controversy, and I think it, it, it totally did, because, you know, like Bateman was saying, is he going to lean on me for trivia knowledge and testing him? No, he's not. Is he going to lean on me to, for, to make him feel like he's invincible? Yeah. You know, and those are big differences. Uh, now, Merle, you know, he, he's a consummate professional as well. Uh, you know, we hype each other. I hype him up. I give him, give him the confidence. Now, he works with John really well. They're the tag team champions. I think it kind of worked out fine. Um I wish it wasn't the case, but once again, we're both in the championship. Once again, and, and like I said, don't 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 hate us for being beautiful. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, other other managers have uh, some really bad problems they have to worry about. You have to worry about which of your competitors you're going to manage in the championship match uh -huh. that are all your competitors. That's exactly, <laughs> that's pretty much exactly right. So I mean, these are all good problems. Uh, good <laughs> problems are not. You know, uh, unfortunately, not a lot of people have good problems, or they wouldn't be called good problems. They're, you know, they're usually bad problems. Right? Uh, you know, because you know, when you say problem, you're not thinking good automatically. You're thinking bad. Right. Uh, but the problem is, we only have good problems at this current time. And uh, you know, like Roka said, and like all these other guys say, you know, everything everything will come to fruition. You know, we everybody talks things out. Uh, we're a brothership and, and, you know, we got our brothers and sisters on the team. Uh, you know, Emily lost it down over there in, uh, you know, Atlanta and she tried her hardest. Uh, she's going to come back. She's like, I'm going to study harder and be a better, you know, better person. And I'm like, that's, that's all we're looking for. You know, you better, or you're going to take a hike. So, you know, just, you know, real talk to her. That's the way you got to look at it. I you know, we demand perfection over there. Uh, and you know, there's a couple of things I probably could have did differently. Um, I felt that they gave us a couple of quick five counts like Harloff usually does when I'm on the, on the stage. Uh, you know, if you notice it, I mean, I did a lot of research. There was a guy who was doing a lot of research a couple of years back. And he said that, yeah, it, it's like one second. It, it, he, he said, think about character. He goes every, he get he, he gets like a, a three second, like leeway or not even a leeway. Just like everybody gets like 10 more seconds than him before the five count goes up. And you're yeah. trying to make a decision. He calls that five very quickly. Why? <laughs> I did it. I know. I, I saw him. He had it. I'll have to uh, say that. It was documented. Documented down. I think Christian, I think Christian buried it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to have to unbury it. That's a fish find that yeah. out for you. <laughs> yeah. You know, we have the, uh, going on right now on ESPN, there's that, uh, there's that Michael Jordan Chicago oh, yeah. Bulls documentary going on. What is the uh, stock exchange? You know, uh, the last Gucci or uh, <laughs> documentary about 
your genius <laughs> of managing all of these personalities and all these uh, alpha dogs. Uh, I mean, man. Phil Jackson only had to manage one Michael Jordan. You have to manage four. Four so. Michael Jordans at the same time. And possibly five. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, and, you know, and the other guys, too, not, not to, not to uh, you know, diminish their skills either. Uh, here's what I, the, way I, the way I see it. If we're going to sit there and do, you know, a documentary on this season – uh, it would have been great. It would have been fantastic if we would have just filmed us and all these. I mean, we do film, but not as much as we probably should have. If we hired like some guys just to follow us all around and backstage stuff and all those kind of things, which would be really cool. I mean, totally something doable with next year if we get into this. Uh, I, I just don't understand or I or know. I don't think anybody knows when this will continue, how it will continue. Is it is going to be a strike short? I mean, a, you know, a pandemic shortened season uh, where they're just like you can't shoot shoot anything till. January, you know, and then technically we'll be finished at that point. Uh, and, you know, do we win? I, I guess we win, you know, but I don't like to win like that. I want to win, you know, you know, from uh, start to finish. I win. Yeah, I win. Yeah, exactly. No question. And I think that, and everybody will obviously say, oh, he didn't really win because we only had a half season. You know, people never play whatever. You know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. The proof's in the pudding as of right now. And there was a, we were, we were on a steam, uh, you know, like I said, that the Chinese bullet train to Tokyo again on that one. So that one, they, that wasn't going to stop us from doing anything. <laughs> the one thing you don't want to be is the, uh, the Montreal Expos from the strike, strike sort yeah, of season. The one chance yeah. they had to win the World Series. It's wiped off nothing. Books. Yep, pretty much. That's the, pretty much the way it went, you know. Very sad. Uh, Very sad for them. Yeah, and then they got the team got blown up, so we don't want the Finstock Exchange to get blown up after nah, you know, the strike. Yeah, that's not going to happen. The only way it's going to happen is if you got four nut jobs, powder kegs. Yeah. Uh -huh. Austin might be the powder keg. Yeah, if you have four powder kegs waiting to explode. Definitely two. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Merle, Merle's whatever. I'm just here to win championships and answer trivia questions. Right. And Ryland's like, I you can't question my legacy and let's talk Star Wars. Um right. but you have the immovable object of uh John, I'm so old I can't move Roka. That's why he's the immovable object. Yeah. And these guys are these guys are big egos, man. These guys are big, big time players and they deserve to have those egos and they deserve to have, you know, the respect and that, that they want, uh, you know, uh, given to them. And, and uh, you know, you can't hate it. It's just, these guys are just that good and, you know, they deserve what they're looking. They deserve and they, they feel they should get what they want. And they usually do. A lot of the other managers are pissed because they're like, Oh yeah, these guys, this guy has all his, uh, all his players in the live events. I'm like, yeah, cause we're winners and we have belts. And this is what draws the crowds in. These are the person. They're not just great personalities. They're the best players in the league. It's like, you know, it's a double whammy and not many people have the double whammy on our team. Not many people have the personality uh, that goes along with the, with the skills. Now there's a lot of people who have great skills on the mic, but they just can't play trivia. And then there's a lot of guys who have great at trivia, but can't play on the mic. Right. I guess what that equals no live show for you. <laughs> exactly true. Exactly yeah. true. That's that's it. You know, that's that's what it comes down to. A belt should be on the line every single live event. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm not going to mention any names, but I don't want to like discredit anybody playing. But if it's like somebody versus somebody, like everybody's going to be like, do I really want to go to this show? Maybe they'll just hang out the bar and wait yeah. to come out there. I mean, it is what it is. So you got to look at it that look at that as well. Great. So I mean, especially because they're trying to sell out. You know, bigger and bigger for theaters. sure. 
Yeah. So it can't just be like the main event because you want to attract more people with the undercard as well. You want to get right. as many people in there as you can. So. Sure. I think they should do three matches, to be honest. You know? I agree. Uh, I agree. I think it can go to that eventually. Uh, it'll be, you know, almost like what we did in Orlando, which is like a warm up event of like, you know, me versus Kaiser versus Emma, something that gets the crowd laughing. It's like what WWF used to do. They start to the show off with some like, like jobbers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Just get somebody on there, get people uh, laughing, get people time to get a, a couple of drinks in them. Uh, they don't care who wins. We'll put on a show. It's pretty much what it comes down to. And then, you know, you throw the second match, which is a big one, the undercard. And that could be like a, you know, a tournament, semifinal, or whatever the case may be. Uh, Number one contender. Right, 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 right. And then you just throw the championship match, but by the end, but you know, because right now when you see a championship match, you're what you saw with Merle and uh, Bateman was just unbelievable stuff. Like, I mean, uh, we're on the edge of our seat and we're on a stage with it. it it's just unbelievable. Like, what a match! Uh, you know, you, you miss one one question, you know, nowadays, and you're finished. Or you bet one extra point on your betting round. There's, yeah. so, many, there's so much different strategy that a lot of these yahoos don't understand about managing. Is like, oh yeah, he knows nothing about trivia. So how's he really helping somebody? No, you got to make sure that what what you know uh, is your uh, your your opponent's weaknesses. What do you think they're going to do on these betting rounds? Uh, are you better at the speed round? There's so many different things that go along, especially with making your uh, you know uh, competitors believe in themselves, which is not an easy thing to do either. And that's what a manager really does, to be honest. Yeah. So. I mean, great. showdown has been always been trying to balance that line between sports and mm -hmm. wrestling. The show, so I think that's what the, if you're going to make out a live card. You got to have the championship match, and then you got to have that fun match. Also, that gets characters involved. Like I think the New York event this year was great. You had the you had uh, the three way Merle versus Shazam, pretty much. But the right. other card was you got somebody like Andrew Guy who's going to bring the fans out with his antics and everything else against Robert right. Burnett. He yeah. doesn't want to see that match, even though it's not going to be the greatest trivia match. It's still no. going to be characters like. Right, love it. Right, <laughs> absolutely. It'll Can't be great, and usually is. I mean, you can get. You don't have to be great at trivia to be on a live event. Josh McCuga sold tickets. <laughs> there were people yeah. waiting to run around with their Wildberries t-shirts. Yeah. you know, that's like what it is. That's why he got on a live event. Absolutely, that's why he got on the live event. A hundred percent. So you got to sell the product. Yep, you amp up the crowd. That's exactly what happens. You know, Hulk Hogan was on every single Madison Square Garden card back in like the eighties. Yep. Every single one of them. Because they knew he was going to be there. He sold tickets. They, they're like, who, who cares who he wrestled? Just get him there. Or he's going to do an interview with Gene Oakland in the back. They'll make sure that they know that Hogan's going to be in the building. Period. Right? Absolutely. That's, well, that's the reason why Ric Flair is like a 17-time champion. Because he right. made events at every event. Right. Like, right. Years in a row. And it, he would Rick drop the title on Friday in whatever podunk town they were in. And yeah. then when they're at the Omni on Atlanta, he'd win the title back every yeah. Sunday. So it, it, It's amazing stuff. It, 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 Flair's the best. Flair, he wrestled uh, like every single oh. day of the week. <laughs> like they think he found anywhere to wrestle. Like, hey, Rick, you want to wrestle over here in uh, Omaha, Nebraska? Like, yeah, who am I wrestling? Like, I'll, be, I'll be there. I'll be there. Send me a limo. Well, that was the title days. He's back in the territory days, so he's flying to whatever random territory, you know, Bob's podunk wrestling of, you know, East Cheyenne, Wyoming, uh -huh. to wrestle their champion every, you know, and then he's flying to the next place to right. wrestle their champion. Totally agree. Well, let yeah. me ask you, you've been to the live events now, and you said it's a big part of the showdown. Has, right. What is your fan interaction? Have you had any funny fan interactions with the ones that you like the most? Or, uh, uh, really tell uh, there's some really good, fun fans. Uh, <laughs> you know, when you, when you, 
when you first start to go into these live events and things, uh, you, you know, you see a person for the first time, you know, you don't, you don't really know who they are, you know, and uh, you know, it's not like you know, celebrities or anything like that, you know, they're like G list or something, but uh, you know, I think. It's the way the way we sort of look at it. I mean, I'm an A-list celebrity. Everybody else, you know, right? Absolutely, absolutely. But uh, yeah, but uh, the way uh, you know, then you start seeing faces again, then again, and again and again, and then you start you know watching like shows like your guys and other uh, fan orientated shows that people actually travel and come to the, and come to the thing, and then you start knowing and be like, hey, Christian, be like, hey, this is this guy. He he runs this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, oh, cool. And then next thing you know, people become uh, you know. It's not even fans anymore. It's like almost like friends in a, in a really cool community. And I think a lot of people are uh, missing out uh, by not being part of things like this. But it's a really fun environment. And it gives a lot of people uh, a chance to shine and travel a little bit. And families can come together. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I think that's really great. And, and that's why it's a shame this thing had to uh, get derailed at this point. So, Absolutely. I did want to ask well, about one specific figured, interaction. Uh, the one interaction I did have to ask about, um, I heard we heard the story uh, yeah. from one side. I kind of want to hear it from your side. Uh, I believe it was Atlanta uh, and Jake Yacovetta, uh had to smuggle in something to you. Uh, <laughs> uh, we heard his side. I want to kind of hear your <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me, let me just preface this real fast. All right? <laughs> so, I so this is the start of the story from my, from my perspective. First of all, I'm driving Jake Yacovetta and a couple other people to the show. Right. Jake Yacovetta gets a call from Ben Bateman. Uh, <laughs> we don't. It's a dry green room right now. We need some alcohol. Yeah, that's correct. So that is correct. Of course, I forgot I'm working with amateurs, mm -hmm. and they just think they're gonna walk in with like two handles of liquor. Yeah. The event, and they get stopped. So then. Yeah. That's I what, made you don't call. amateurs for this sort of smuggling operation. Right. I was like, go, I mean, they weren't even like small little liquor bottles. They were like giant 175s of like Patron. I was like, <laughs> what in the world? I'm like, come to the side door over here. I'll be at the, I said, face the door where you're going to go in, go to the right, make a left. You'll see me outside. I'm wearing a pair of, wearing a pair of silver reflector Gucci. You can't <laughs> So the best is the best is we tell Bateman that we can't get in, and his immediate response is, "Let me talk to Gucci." Yeah, that's exactly what it, that's exactly what it was. So I'm like, "What does he got?" They're like, "He got Jameson a uh, bottle of uh, vodka and Patron." I'm like, "Okay, give me Jake's number." I'm like, I'm calling him right. Now. I need to, I need to get on the phone with him right now. So we got on the phone and I told him to meet up, meet outside. And now there was a lot of security out there and a lot of other shit going on, and uh, we were like, "Damn, okay." Hmm. I was like, let me go down. So I grabbed a, I grabbed a sweatshirt that I had. And there was so much liquor, I only can grab one bottle at, at a time. Because I was like, damn, I got to go back. And it, was, and it wasn't even a close walk. It was like stairs. Or it was a pretty decent you know, hike. So I'm like, shit, all right, let me see how we could do this. So I went down and uh, grabbed that. Um, uh, I think I grabbed the Patron first. That's what I wanted. And then uh, came back downstairs, grabbed the Jameson. Then and, and, and then grabbed the vodka. It was pretty amazing stuff. Uh, and we drank a lot of it. And then we brought it all back to Ellis's place. That I think that later on that night, uh, it was pretty amazing stuff. It was <laughs> sick, you know. Uh, that, like, Thirty pack of Bud Light. Damn. Now we can't. We didn't even. It was only me and David. Like it was. It wasn't my was side. Yeah. See, that's why you need me because my sweatshirt. You could have slugged. You could have smuggled all that in. Yeah. All I skin away, folks. Yeah. Well, the thing was, they were selling liquor right next to our dressing room. 
So it's like, I, I, I go to the lady. I'm like, hey, can I get out two cups of ice? She's like, for what? And I'm like, oh, we got a, you know, Gatorade in there that uh, needs it for us. <laughs> She's like, what are you guys doing? Uh, and uh, we're like, oh, we played a show, this and that. And she wound up watching the show. She liked it a lot. She was a nice girl. I mean, it was precious. That was a weird night because that was the the uh, the theater or the orchestra was going on. So yes. you have the sweaty Schmodown fans yes. in their t-shirts and, and, you know, cargo shorts. Uh -huh. And then you have the people going to the opera and their minks and their like best, you yeah. know, uh -huh. get up. <laughs> totally. Totally. Good mix. Yeah. No, it, 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 was, it, was, it was a great time in Atlanta. And, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's upsetting. Um, you know that, like I said, we used to be rude. We would have just been getting back from uh, Houston, uh, Houston so a couple yeah. a couple of days ago. Uh, which oh, been thing, that was know. that was the live event. I think that like kind of like crystallized how we do live events as a community. Yeah, yeah. It's the event where after the Schmodown, we all went to that tiny little bar. Well, with one bar people, a lot of people don't know is that wasn't meant to be the Schmodown after party. This That was actually supposed to be a party for the Patreon members of the Action Army. It was a team action Patreon. <laughs> yeah, that's thing. all it was. That's all it pretty much was. Uh, but also, all I think I know is everybody showed up, <laughs> which was fine. Us. We loved it. <laughs> we just like, yeah. oh, time, you had like seven patrons. We were all living big. It was a big. It was big. <laughs> we, go, we go hard on live events. It's a uh, you know, you get away from your home and you start acting a little crazy. It happens all the time. This Jake Yakovetta really starts buying shots and or yeah, one and a half rounds clear for the yeah, last two shots. Yeah, that was pretty amazing stuff. Uh, yeah, he's he's Jake is has lived up to the hype. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. You got to meet uh, Jake's mom in Orlando because you entrusted the uh, the the Gucci the Gucci bag. To, I did. To her I did. That's exactly what happened. Yes, that was a yeah. It started at a two hundred dollar mm -hmm. Gucci bag, and by the end of the night, was a twenty five hundred dollar Gucci bag. Yeah, I think I'm gonna say twenty five grand. I don't even know what I was talking about. But yes, that was definitely that was definitely uh yeah, Jake's fun. That was Houston, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Orlando. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Orlando. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Yeah. Orlando was great. Yes. Great time. So great. That was. Yeah. Uh, we all got to watch uh, Harloff's heartbreak when the Yankees got beat, and it was. Oh know, yeah, I think Orlando was one of my favorite ones so far. Orlando was one of my favorites. New York was really good. Um, New York's always good. Yeah, New York was funny as well. The, the second time I went, because I didn't go to the last one with Guy and them. Uh, right. I just went to the one that we had over there with uh, whoever it was like Dan, somebody, I don't know, whatever. Right. Anyway, but yeah, great show. It is a great fun show. Yeah. New York's always good. Um, all right, I think it's time we go on to our next segment here. A little segment called This or That. Uh, you know it, oh. you love it. I will be giving Mr. Gucci uh, different, two different things. You can choose between them. You can ask for clarification. You don't have to. You can pretty much do whatever you want. It's basically, I'll say two things and then okay. I'll give it to you. I like some it. of them are uh, for you. Some of them are for just regular action army stuff. And uh, mm -hmm. If anybody in the chat wants to throw some in using the super chat function, we will add them to that segment. Uh, anytime you'd like. Um, and then afterwards, we'll start looking into Streamlabs and chat questions per usual. So cool. with no further ado, the first question we always ask, because it's kind of a loaded question considering you are uh, you manage one of them. Uh, <laughs> but maybe after this latest uh, cutscene, you might have a different different opinion. We'll have to see. I'd start out with, are you team guy now or are you team trader? Uh, I mean, look, I think you got to, you know, 
I mean, Barnett's a moron, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, he just is. Uh, you really got to go with, you have to go with, I uh, have to go with Guy. I mean, look, he got me my mask back, you know, which is something that I, nobody else, nobody else accomplished. Nobody else could do, you know. I so, agree with that. He got your mask back. That is the important thing you have to remember. I love huge, it. Huge. Okay. All right. How about this? Uh, Schwarzenegger or Stallone? I mean, come on. Uh, I mean, very. I mean, it's look. Don't get me wrong. I like Arnold. He's a great Wait, guy. But uh, which yeah. Stallone, Frank or? Uh, or <laughs> That's the better question. I'll do the combination. <laughs> Frank and yeah. Sly together. How about that? Double team. Oh my god. Well, no. Sly, Sly stays. I mean, Sly. We need Sly in this world. Schwarzenegger. You know, he's done some interesting things, and he. Uh, I would say, you know, besides Rocky and Rambo. Uh, Schwarzenegger's had some really, really probably better movies than 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 Stallone. I would say, like Total Recall and Raw right. Deal, just really good, good stuff. Commando and you know uh, Terminators and things like that. But um, are you talking movies? Or just person. Whatever you want to do, we can do both. Movie. Oh, so we'll start with movie, movies. I mean, I, you just got to lean towards. I mean, Rocky and Rambo are my top five, and yeah. no other Schwarzeneggers are in my top five. You got to go. You got to go as well. You know. All right, then go. How about people then? Since you brought it up, how about just as people? Uh, as people, because I know you've met both of them, right? You probably have out both of them at some point or another. I've I've seen Schwarzenegger. I've never talked to him. Uh, I've seen Stallone once or twice. Gave him like a "What's up?" This, that, and the other thing. But me and Frank actually hung out a lot. Right. And, uh, like I mean, Frank is an interesting, interesting character. Uh, I've never seen anybody drink so, so many vodka cranberries in under like forty minutes than him. Uh, He's got kicked out of places. He's like, "Hey, man, you ever shoot a howister and uh, you know, you go down to the, the Georgia woods and you know, take out some rabbits?" I'm like, "Not, not, not this week, Frank." You know. So, uh, but I did go to see a couple of uh, of his shows at um, Patello's, and uh, he plays up Beverly Glen over there as well. He's a fantastic guy and a very, very interesting uh, individual and a, and a real Renaissance man, to be honest. Probably even a bigger Renaissance man than, than Sly. Uh, I would, I would rather probably hang around. Well, I've already did, uh, I, hanging around with Frank's is an experience. I could see Stallone being a little, uh, toned down. He's got kids and, you know, right. a little bit of this and that. I mean, Stallone back in the day, both were just rampaging out. And my buddy was an assistant for a guy over there that knew Stallone and some of the stuff that he used to do was just unprecedented stuff. So and Frank was great in Tombstone. <clears throat> and oh, I, did quotes I told him that, that all the time. I tell Frank that all the time. I'm like, Dude, people don't even know you're in Tombstone. He's like, these motherfuckers, they don't know shit around here. I'm like, <laughs> we do he's, our He's uh, Ned Bailey, is that what his name is, I think? Something like that? He's got, a, he's got a... It's funny, because he met the director in a hot tub. Uh, and the guy was like, wow. you got a great look for Western or whatever. And he's like, cool, I'm in. And he, Frank thought he was kidding. The next thing you know, they're, you know, they're filming Tombstone. Because Frank was wow. done. He wasn't doing anything. He did Barfly with Mickey Rourke and a couple other movies, but most of his stuff was going straight to DVD. And then, you know, now right. he's now he's doing a big movie like Tombstone, which was great. You know, yeah, absolutely. We do have our uh, first super chat at uh, this or that. Nice. Madonna, the Patriots or the Founding Fathers? Ooh, see, that's a, that's a big one. That's a big question, man. That's a that's a twenty dollar question. Uh, <laughs> I'll finish your first. Yeah. Yeah. eighteen bucks. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, I mean, look, you know, uh, nothing could top. I thought the Lions Den was when we when you say the Lions Den, it's Patriots and me. 
You know what I mean? It was Ken and, and, and Draco and, you know, uh, Grace. Donica. And, you know, yeah, Donica. And all Donica. Those yeah. It wasn't, uh, there, there was only three of us. There was only really three of us. It was me and the Patriots. And that's what everybody wanted to see. Uh, to go on an unprecedented run like that, uh, be it as you may, the league has gotten a lot better. Um, you know, they were also, I mean, they played Atchity and, and Great Drake and, you know, uh, top 10 a couple of times and, you know, whoever else they played. Um, and not to take anything away from those guys. Um, but the league is a little harder now. I would, I, I, I kind of like would lean toward, you know, and you're playing with uh, Dan Murrow. But I mean, look, you know, me and JT. They, they beat above the line. Yeah, yeah, they did. They beat above the line. Uh, they beat really, really good teams. Um, and just for the sheer fact of that I've managed them more. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Totally fast. <laughs> $18. You got the $20 question. All right. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I, I was definitely, uh, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to have to lean towards uh, the Patriots just because of the pure joy of winning my first belt with them it was pretty unbelievable. And I think you saw like, oh, yeah. You see, you saw the happiness in Snyder and, and JTE's face, and I think they really started to solidify where the team, the team league is now. Right, and that was some of the best stuff uh, that that was there. And those guys were fantastic, great personalities, and you know we were the biggest heels in in the thing, and we just kept winning, and people hated it, and it was great. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Like okay. Yeah. Um, I'll throw it in there. The next thing, it's a similar question now, but who's mm -hmm. the boss of the founding fathers? Ooh, you had a pick. You had a pick now. Who's putting these questions? Is this Roka putting the questions? <laughs> <laughs> he does have a ghost account somewhere, it's, and I'm sure it's Roxy's murder account. He's trying to like so yeah, more, exactly. more discontent. Exactly. <laughs> I'll screenshot it on Twitter. It's Hoxie Nyer. I don't know who that yeah. is. <laughs> Next thing you know, the guy's at the door. Um, uh, is that a tough question, man? Um, you know, I think at this point. Uh, you got to, I always say this, you got to go with the champs. Uh, you know, it's the, they're just, they're there. They're there and they're fantastic and they're fun and fun to manage. Now, do I, do I love managing who's the boss as well? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, we all helped. I mean, Bateman was floundering. Riley was basically out of the league. Uh, they put them together and we went on a great historic run. Uh, we should probably, should have beat the odd couple. I mean, uh, there was a couple of different things that happened there, and that would have really made everything great. But um, uh, I, I'm going to have to go with the founding fathers at this point for the simple fact that they're the champions. And, uh, you know, you can't not pick a champion. So You're a champ till you get beat. That's okay, exactly well, right. yeah. There it is. I'll, I'll, I'm going to clarify that question now to that. If they had, they're playing a match right now, who do you think wins? I mean, mm. better. you got to pick the champions or better right now, but – Right now, we're going up against each yeah. other. Who's strategy, knowledge-wise? I mean, you got to think that it's basically – you got to think Merle and Bateman almost cancel each other out in a certain sort of way just, okay. to, by, the, just by the sheer fact of what you saw them do in, uh, you know, in, in uh, uh, Atlanta. Uh, down to the final question. I mean, I said that before the match was going, and I said that on a couple of different shows. I'm like, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if this match goes into like triple overtime, like sudden, death, like 40 questions into sudden death, and it definitely went whatever it was, two or three. But, um, you know, I don't know, I, I, I don't know. I think, I think you got to, you still got to go with the champions here. You know, you still got to go with the champions. 
uh, until it takes them off them, then that's, that's what it is. And, you know, uh, we had our opportunity against, uh, you know, the odd couple and, and couldn't get it done. Yep. They, uh, uh, they were able to get it done. And, you know, that's, that's, that's the big uh, deciding factor that I would say, you know, you got your vengeance though. You guys got your revenge over the odd couple. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Schneider I mean, wearing that shirt was your revenge, actually. Him wearing that that youth oh, medium Cubs jersey that he was wearing. I tried, uh, I tried to put him and JT on weight training programs. But they, just, <laughs> they just kept eating steak. I mean, they were not big. big guys. He a weight training program was he had to wait to eat before yeah. he trained. Yeah, I was like, instead of eating popcorn every day at the movies, to, you know, do something else. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Right. You know? All right, I got a couple other ones still here. We'll go back to this. Yes. Uh, Apollo Creed or Action Jackson? Oh, Jesus. Uh, I, I mean, Apollo Creed is one of my favorite favorite characters of all time, no question. And he's, oh, he's, yeah. and he's in four, four movies, not just once. That's that's true. He should have had more Action Jackson. Regret, but, one regret yeah. was killing Apollo Creed. That's right. Yeah. It's scary. Um, that's right. I agree with him. He shouldn't have killed him. Yeah. All right, now, obviously, you won Manager of the Year, so we're going to take you out of the equation. Yep. Roxy. Yep. Or Kaiser. Uh, Kaiser. Kaiser. You think Kaiser's yeah. a better manager? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I, uh, I'm not saying he's a better drafter, maybe. Uh, or, you know, but he, I think he's definitely a better manager. Look, he's had Oyama. Uh, and, you know, look at yeah. uh, Smets into Smets. a complete and complete. Smets is an animal. Like, I don't know if anybody's touching that guy. Uh, and they work really well together. Uh, mm -hmm. Roxy's good on camera, you know, she she can do her thing. Uh but Kaiser studies the game. He knows what's up. Uh and uh, you know, I think what you what you see out of him is uh I real he has a real fire and he's yeah. trying to win. Like when he came to me the other day, he's like, dude, I'm not doing too well this year. I'm like, oh well, you know, you just gotta, you know, it's not your fault uh, just yet. It's still early. Um, and he takes it personally, you know, and uh, I think he has a little a little more heart. A little more, a little more moxie and desire to actually win. You know, I don't think it's going to break Roxy's life if uh, they lose. Although she has heart and desire too, I don't want to take that away from her. She is a Bostonian though, and they get super get competitive. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Uh, but I, I would, I would give the nod to Kaiser at this point. But she's, she's up there in, in, in the managers. She's in the top. She's in the top ten. I got a quick one for you. Top ten. Top ten. Yeah. She, she does. She does lurk occasionally, so I'm sure if she is lurking tonight, she's gonna pop in at this point. But oh. well, she's in the group chat right now with Ruka yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> hilarious. Oh, That's why we set, she actually set this whole thing up so that she could have some time with your squad. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. Shenanigans. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I got a few. I have a quick one for you. Uh, um, uh, Kevin Mitchell or Lenny Dykstra? Ooh, oh, my God. That's a good one. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> I'm in negotiation with Lenny Dykstra to play an, a, to play a character in uh, Little Bobby and the Juice because he follows me on Twitter and answers me back. So I'm like, hey, Lenny, would you be interested in this? And he's like, how much money are we talking? <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know if talking anything yet. Well, in the episode, he's running a, an undercover. He's he's running a, a cork bat uh, league. So and he has like a, he, he has cork bats in his, in his garage, but he also has like steroids and other things. But that's just the front for his real job, 
which is a webcam guy. So he rents out these little cardboard areas in his house in a basement. And there's like webcam girls and things like that. So that's where he makes his real money. But there's also cork bats. Yeah. <laughs> Slovenian <laughs> webcam girls. <laughs> yeah. The webcam girls are there. And there's some interesting stuff that happens in that one. I forgot the name. I forgot what I named that one, but I'll get it to you guys. But it's it's pretty amazing, and uh, I got to get a doll that kind of looks like Lenny Dykstra, and uh, and plus I, I think Kevin Mitchell like used to behead behead cats or something. He was like a murderer or something, like murdered cats. Oh. Or something. Yeah, that's weird. Um, they made some great plays, and he was a great player. But they also traded him because they thought, they thought he was the problem. You know, in the '86 right. season with Gooden and the Coke and, and Strawberry and all those guys, because Mitchell was from the hood. And you know he fought everybody and was a little, a pretty, pretty legit guy. Uh, and you know they got they, they got Kevin McReynolds back and you know whoever else. But I mean Mitchell went on to be uh, one of the best players in the National League for you know a good five yeah. years. But, you know. <laughs> well, he was on that Giants team that went to the World Series too. He was, yes, he was in '89. Yes, that's right. Yeah. San Diego got rid of him because he's from San Diego, and they're like, we don't want him hanging out where he's where he lives because it, it ain't gonna work. <laughs> so that's what usually happens, you know. Yeah. All right. Uh, a little bit of, how about a little bit of men of work? Charlie Sheen or Emilio Estevez? Uh, I watched that the other day, actually. <laughs> Bateman, wow. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I watched it. I was like, there's no way you can. I watched it the other day and uh, it was unbelievable. So uh, let's let's think about this. Um, I, I, You know what? I met, met Charlie a couple, couple of times and he was always really nice to me. Uh, very nice guy, even before before and after the Tiger Blood. Tiger blood. And did you know, he get his Tiger Blood from Tiger King? <laughs> he might have. He might have. He might have done that other thing too. Uh, <laughs> so the way I see it, I mean, just on, on the simple fact of Major League One and Two and all the Hot Shots movies, uh, and plus, you know, uh, my girlfriend's uh, aunt lives in Malibu and. Uh, Emilio Estevez lived uh, next door, and she said he wasn't really that nice of a guy. I'm going to go with Charlie Sheen, obviously. Charlie Sheen. Okay, fair enough. Uh, how about, Speaking uh, of uh, just having just watched a show right before the uh, the a Schmodown event, did, is it true that the reason why you won the Manager Bowl is because you forced your girlfriend to watch uh, the Tony Scott movie, and that's yeah, how you knew the Tony Scott movie? Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And then I saw it and no, we were going to watch it. And I'm like, let's leave it on. Let's leave it on. Let's leave it on. And, and then it said, she's like, no, we were going to watch something else. And before we shut it off, it said directed by Tony Scott or, or else I wouldn't have not known that. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so Little things like that happen, you know, however you got to win. Uh, I just didn't, yeah, didn't think Bateman would, I was like, I, I guess he just meant it workers, you know, a movie that just, you know, I guess slipped his mind, you know, but Dan didn't know. Dan wasn't really too confident in it either. He thought it was somebody else as well. So, yeah, that's what Dan said. He's like, I wasn't 100% confident it was Emilio Estevez. So, well, Bateman said he thought Bateman said he thought it was Emilio Estevez and then thought yeah, himself out of it. Yeah, that's what happened. You sometimes can't think too much. Okay. All right. Uh, whiskey or tequila? Uh, uh, presently tequila at this point. Uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a, te a tequila quarantine for me, and it's been really good. And then I do uh, 
I'm just, I'm really alkalining myself uh, with lemon and uh, a lot of uh, apple cider vinegar and all kinds of elderberries and uh, oil of oregano that Joe, that, that Jake likes. I was going to get Jake some oil of oregano and uh, <laughs> other, other really good things. Uh, it's, it's, it's actually really, uh, it's really fun. It's this in ginger shots and garlic cloves, all kinds of stuff. I'm like, I'm floating. I'm good. <laughs> awesome. Are you on that alkaline water kick? Are you on that? Yeah, I got it right here. And then I, the I eight, douse, eight, I douse it with, pH. Yeah, I douse it with two lemons. Two lemons. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, two lemons. It's what Mickey Mantle used to do. He yeah. would get drunk yeah. and show up the next day. Among other things. Or like, yeah, so like Mickey's drunk. They would get him a giant uh, thing, a jug of water, and he'd squeeze 12 lemons in it and down the whole thing like Paul uh, Paul Giamatti from like uh, Sideways when he drank the Merlot. So, you know, or whatever he was drinking from the spittoon. But yeah, that's what he used to do, and it it, it shocks the system, and it gets gets you right up, man. I'm telling you, it works. Okay, all right. Uh, got one or two more here: New York pizza or Chicago pizza? Uh, you know, uh, you know, I wasn't really impressed with the Chicago pizza, to be honest with you. I mean, we went to a place where everybody that's said like was good, like, like, what was it called? Like, uh, it was a place we all went to in Chicago. Uh, I'm not really sure, but it was like the best place where they say they had the best deep dish pizza. Like Ligato. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like chain oh, restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. I was like, how does a chain restaurant have the best pizza? I go, get it, get, get me out of here. So <laughs> although I love Chicago, but I didn't like it. But um, yeah, New York pizza is is way better uh, in a way where it's it's not it's it's not too much. Like right. that big double just I can't eat that. I can't even eat that. You know. Yeah, I don't want you can't that. Eat it walking yeah. down the street in New York at two o'clock yeah, in the morning. Exactly. Just <laughs> boom, 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 you're done. You know? And that's the way that's the way it should go. And you know, I know a bunch of really good places in New York where I go get pizza. Like Christian took me to that VIP and a bunch of other ones. And uh, yes, there's no question about it. Uh yeah, that would that's what it is. Mal Malinati's. Yeah, Lou Malinati's. There we go. Restaurant. <clears throat> there we go. All yeah. right. All right. But yes, New York pizza, hundred percent. Okay. Uh, Little Bobby or the juice? <laughs> you know, the juice shows really up well on camera. The DP and me is like, I love shooting juice. He just, he's, got a, he's so photogenic. Uh, Bobby's a little tough to shoot with because he's a bigger doll. And he's also, the, 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 the mask shades him a little bit. Uh, and juice fits, although Bobby's clothes are better because, you know, it's hard. Juice is a little, it's considerably smaller. Um, so I have to really like kind of like play with Juice's clothing. They both show up really well on camera. Uh, I, I like uh, Bobby's a great protagonist. Uh, I, I think I think I, I'll lean on the side of Juice on this because you know as I'm writing, he's always like the butt of the joke and like the imbecile, and I like I, I kind of like that person. And then Bobby just beats him down all the time. Uh, I, I feel sorry for the Juice, and I'm gonna pick the Juice. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. So we're going to end this or that this time. So uh, thank you very much for that. Uh, we're going to move on to chat questions and we will also get into the Streamlabs questions that I have. I don't know if a few of them have come in, but mm -hmm. uh, chat, you can start writing your questions now and Kelsey will notate them and we will read them off as we get to them. 
First off, what we do while we're waiting, also I'll plug our shows. This week, uh, we will uh, actually we're taking a late week on call action this week. We didn't have call live this week. Uh, we did not get to have Schmo Bates this week. We're going to take a week off of that as well. Um, we do have Triple A with Dylan and Nat on Thursday. I don't know if they have a topic figured out yet, so uh, we'll go with that. Um, and that's all I really have to plug this week because I'm not sure what's going to happen on chill. We have a couple of people in the pipeline that I'm trying to schedule out, um, but I will let you know as soon as I know. Um, awesome. And so, all right, let's go to the Streamlabs and Stupid Chats that we got through. We've got a couple of them at least. Um, like I said, anybody else have any questions, throw them in there, and Kelsey will notate them for me. Uh, looks like the first one was Chris Hall donated a dollar nice. uh, an hour ago. And... Uh, does actually ask the question who manages when who's the boss inevitably plays founding father? Mm. I mean, look, we'll have to cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, it's, it's, I, I don't know. I mean, that's, that, that's the thing. I, that's a, a you know, $60,000. He's going uh, to let Rocky and Kaiser manage one yeah, of the two teams. Yeah, exactly. I get a chance to feel what it's like yeah, to it's manage. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe uh, maybe after the quarantine, I'd be able to duplicate myself, you know, and then see if I can make that happen. That's what all that alkaline is for. You need all that alkaline. To, yeah, Bob Gucci manages one, Finn Stock manages the other kind of thing. That could be something that could work too. But And the thing is, you know, it's it all comes down to the challenges and what other people can possibly see that other people don't, you know. Um, that's That's really honestly what it comes down to. It's, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't even know if I can answer that question because there's no real answer to it uh, at this point because it would have to be, I don't, you can't go manager list, but maybe, you know, I bring them both down to the, to the squared circle, but don't uh, not interact with them in a certain way. Cause I can't tell them like what to do if there's a spinner's choice there or whatever to say like, Hey, I think these guys know that now they're good enough players to, to get to a point where Bateman knows every single person's weakness in the league, and he knows people's. He knows the janitor's weakness. You know, I mean, he knows everybody. But he doesn't really need that. He just needs to, you know, to the look in his eyes to give him the confidence that he knows that that he has that just can keep going forward with it. Same with Riley, uh, John, and 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 Dan's also students of the game. You know, they don't sit there and if they if they have an opponent coming up, they're going to sit there and watch that guy's every single match. They're going to watch his tendencies. They're going to watch how he operates. Um, that's what these guys do. I mean, that's how they play. That's how that's how we're taught. That's how we're, we've learned through the game. That's how you become champions. That's why a lot of other factions won't ever have champions because they don't do that. They don't take it seriously enough. They're not playing the game. They're just sitting there going, oh, let me do some trivia and do this and do that. No, it takes a lot more than that, especially how the game has evolved. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Good answer. Uh, let's who, see. Would have, who would have thought that that in this, in this Moneyball era of the Schmodown, that Bob Finstock would be the Brad Pitt character, uh -huh. and that, that Ben Bateman would be the Jonah Hill character. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much that what it comes down to. <laughs> pretty amazing stuff. <laughs> uh, that's a, that's <laughs> insulting. That's insulting, Bobby. I mean, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt is no Bobby Gucci. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not you know it's he, he's clearly you know they're both you know Ben's going up to be Jonah Hill and <laughs> Brad Pitt. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's truth. That's truth. Truly not fair enough. Mm -hmm. All right, what else we got in here? Lucas. Oh, Lucas did do a super chat for two dollars and sixty nine cents just to say hey. 
Brandy donates on uh, just hi. Hi, Brandy. Thank you. Uh, part <laughs> is just Brandy, done. Answer question. We're getting that money. Hey, the money yeah. is flowing in because we got the money guest. All right, that's exactly. what happens. Way to, the way to do it. Way to do it. They get intimidated. They just want to throw money at you. That's it. And, uh, that's it. It's, all, it's all in singles, though. It's amazing how that works. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. You know how Gucci works. You know like, how Gucci works. Change. True. You know. It's the truth. Part is Jessica Dawson. Congrats on Streamlabs and Super Jess. Thank you, Jake Yacovetta. Still wondering what the fuck oil of oregano is. <laughs> He's still it's, a, it's a it's a cure all. <laughs> you don't have that in, in Enterprise, Alabama. <laughs> yeah, oregano. Yeah, that's where he's at. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Jeremiah Morris donated to attack me. PLD is not a thing. It will never be a thing. Sorry, Jeremiah. <laughs> if you read the chat, read that print right there. It says PLD, yeah. so it is. I say PLD. Yeah, what do you write that? <laughs> Billy, you're just mad. Don't don't be a hater, Billy. Don't be a hater. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ferris Madonna donated, saying the man, the myth, the Gucci. All hail Bobby Finstock. We talked mm -hmm. that one earlier. Uh, Denzel of PC donated, saying Denzel Washington. Yay. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's, it. That's, that's, that's from Bobby and the Juice. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay. That's right. Amazing. Amazing. So many sound bites came out of that show. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, oh, Ferris Madonna again. Thank you, Ferris, really helping us out here. How is the baby panther Gucci? Is she doing well? Uh, it's it's a he. Um, a and, he yeah, he's somewhere. Um, they're both somewhere. They're 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 acting. Up. I think they're I think they're outside. They don't they don't like to come in here. This is my office. They're, they're, it's off limits for them. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, but I, mean, I think I got them. They're stalking something, their prey somewhere. <laughs> Hold on, give me one. Okay. And guess part is I got your name right. Oh, it took me like two months, three months, maybe. Uh, something yeah, like uh, that. Just a Dawson. I always said just a decent or just you something. I already said something different, but I finally got it right. Uh, let's see. Oh, part of yeah. Yeah. No, no, he ran. No, he ran, of course. It's a, He's tough know. to find. Okay. Guy, okay. really, shady. You're, you're, are you a cat guy or a dog guy? I mean, I'm a dog guy, but they, you know, they uh, somebody else isn't. Uh, you know, somebody else. <laughs> oh man, we I, I like I've started to like uh, them because um, we got them when they were young. I was like, listen, we're going to sit back and get cats. I want to do anything I want to do here. Like I want to be able to touch their tails. I would touch their bellies. Like if the cat said, does anything to me, and you know, just little give them a little, you know, do do. So, but when you get them young, you can do anything you want to them. So, because she had a, like a 19 year old cat that you couldn't touch anywhere. Like it would flip, bite you, and it just didn't didn't like it, and never did because they didn't teach them properly. When you're young like that, it's like a you know you're you're shaping a, a young cat's mind, a young panther's mind. So you get it to a point where you show them who's boss. And then touch them anywhere you want, and now they're fine. You know, they're just really fast, and I can't catch them. <laughs> it's like Rocky chasing the, the chicken. Chicken, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's funny because uh, Rachel Cushing was re recently on uh, Roxy's stream, and uh, you know she's engaged to Sam, mm -hmm. and Sam is definitely allergic to cats. And Rachel oh, has a cat. Not even a question. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like it's a tough, it's a tough, and she's not budging, and neither is he. Uh, I, You're working I it out. Working yeah, I mean, I was my buddy. It, I'm, I'm allergic to certain kinds of cats, uh, like okay. almost 
you know, like mangy, bigger ones that like the fur really comes out. Yeah, like the big ones and like the whatever they're called. Uh, yeah, them I could sneeze thirty times in a row, but dude, that wouldn't be good. Somewhere I have found, I, I actually am pretty damn allergic to cats myself. But I find if you take a cat in and you like, you, you suffer for those three weeks, you get used to the dander. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yes, I think that's what's happening. That's what's happening for sure. Yes. Pretty much so. Yeah. All right, Kelsey. That was it for these Streamlabs questions. Now, Kelsey has some regular chat questions. If you want to start throwing them up there, okay. Dean Morgan in there. What's your favorite match that you've managed? Ooh, that's a good one. You know, um, I, I would probably venture to say the the first the Patriots top ten uh, when they won the championship for the first time. Right. I think the enthusiasm was so crazy there. And that's when we were the lion's den. We, that's when we really started coming at that. I had that mask. I had that, that crazy jacket. Um, it was, it was, that was pretty unprecedented. And I also think probably second would probably be, um, you know, probably the Merle Bateman match. I mean, Jesus, that was such a good match to manage. It was so, I mean, even being a manager and being on the teams of these guys, like it said earlier, you're like on the edge of your seat because you're fans of these guys while managing them and just watching such brilliance uh, in answering these in trivia questions and the the preparation that goes on beforehand, you know, of sitting in these in these in these quarantined offices for like three hours just going over everything about the game without psyching yourself out. It, it's pretty impressive to watch. And like I said, I don't think anybody does that kind of stuff other than. Uh, you know, maybe a couple of other guys in the league can really get down with it as well. But uh, the way these guys put together, forget about it. You know, oh, there he is. Oh, man, there he is. <laughs> oh, the meeting with Roxy must be over. <laughs> meeting with Roxy's over. Yeah, exactly. I mean, John's going to tell you he's to be traded now. <laughs> yeah. Depending <laughs> the trade. Yeah, yeah, uh, very diplomatic. Very nice. That was cheap. People thought that top 10 was going to be the team to go on that run. And it's, yeah, and that's true. Uh, Jeff I mean, Snyder pulled, uh, pulled an answer out of his uh, rear John, end. He pulled, John Voight. he pulled John Voight. Was it John Voight? Pulled John Voight out of his ass. Was, <laughs> definitely John Voight. It was, it was pretty amazing stuff. Um, you know, what? that was a fantastic match. Uh, really good. And, and, and everything was there. The tension was there. And I think that really, that got, this kind of match that uh, made the showdown take off. In a yeah. lot of ways, you know, that's fantastic. definitely one of the key first matches. Yeah. Absolutely, fantastic match. It also All like right. the Patriots run, as amazing as it is, shows you like how there, there is an element of luck or like things have to go your way to win, you know, matches. Even if you're Dan Merle, like sure. things still have to go your way because the sure. Patriots, honestly, they should have lost to. Um, Atchity and and Gray Drake. If Atchity doesn't stay, if he doesn't stay in character. They win that match because he kept stumbling yeah. in the speed round because he was doing the bit with the character. Yes. And it lost the points, and then they yep. lose the match. Yeah, when they were playing uh, Matilda and the other guy, right? Uh, when they were Matilda, uh, whatever they were. Uh, moose and Squirrel, yeah, Russian yeah, people, squirrel, yeah, or whatever. Matilda, whatever she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. wouldn't bad at it. They were just, they, that's the thing. You got to, you got to, you know, when you're playing a character like that, that's why. I, I don't draft anybody who has like comes in like giant costumes and like these other crazy things. Cause I think it really takes away from what you're doing. You know, you get like a, you know, a, a, a Roku who has the outlaw vibe. That's a real character. You know, Dan has his like, uh, 
Dan has his, uh, you know, uh, flannels and his, his look, but he just comes in ready to play. Bateman wears, Bateman wears suits to like the, the dentist. So it's like, it, he, he, that's who he is as well. Riley's got his Superman thing, just wears the jacket. These, those, these guys don't go overboard. Like, you know, uh, and no disrespect to them. I just don't, I think it takes away from some of the gameplay. Um, you know, Barbarian's got his little Elvis. We got one, we all, everybody, every one of the guys have one little gimmick. That's all we roll with. We make sure the trivia is uh, first and foremost. And then, you know, uh, that's, that's, that's pretty much the way it goes in belts and, and, and winning gold. That's all we really care about at this point. Yes, it is Boris and Natasha's right. Well, it's also their, their, all of their characters are extensions of themselves yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Uh -huh. So it's easier to be in character, like Absolutely. to play the character and do the trivia because it's still, there's no disconnect right. there. Like Right, right. And I, I found that. A lot of the a lot of the women still play a lot of the characters a little more, which is fine. You know, uh, it's you, you know you'll get Emily came in as a Ghostbuster, and Gray Drake comes in like she always comes in with something. I'm not going to yeah. tell anybody not to do it, uh, but I think like you know just play one character like Rachel and, uh, and and Clark used to come in and all the things and very creative and Janine very creative stuff. Um, but like I said, it's about winning the game. You know, you got to find the balance. You know, Lana, we yeah. had Lon Harris on here a couple of weeks ago, and he's the same thing, and he loves his character. But like when the trivia yeah. starts, he kind of tends to like low key turn it down. That's a character, though. Right. That's not playing dress up. You know, that's true. Okay, very true. That's that's the thing. It's like we're not sitting here. I don't I, I don't really like the dress up angle of it all. When everything first started, that's the kind of way we were trying to get people drawn into it. I mean, we I dressed in like a priest outfit, this, that, and the other thing. I mean, we were doing some interesting stuff, but it's like. uh and, then, and that's what kind of Christian wanted the people to come in with them, personalities and things like that. But I just didn't think he understood, like, that's just, I'm not going to play dress up here. You know, it, it doesn't work that way. I have my style, which, but it's no, I'm not, I'm not like Tom Hanks in like a league of the Rome or something. You know what I mean? That's not what I'm doing, you know? Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. I got one from the chat that kind of disappeared, but it's here now. Ryan Kramer asks, please ask Tom when he's going to appear on live at the Roxy. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, I mean, look, I, she she always talks like she wants me on the show. I don't really think she's she can. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think she can handle me on a show. She ain't ready for that. Plus, when women women get on a show, I you know I get a little like a little different. Um, it becomes it becomes something, you know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got that. I got that. Yeah, the there, there we go. There you go. Look, buddy. That's adorable. That's yeah, he's a good one. He's a he's a good guy. This right. is what's his name who paid the, the cash to see the baby. That would be Ferris Muthana paid the uh, paid the final for that one. There stuff. you go. I just throw another. All right, I think Kelsey, you said you had one more question in the chat, possibly. I think Mike Deacon, how many lithium batteries <laughs> can you carry at once? Oh man, uh, yeah. Well, he knows me. I guess he knows me from Houston. I mean, not not Houston, Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta, yeah. yeah, I run a I run a, a walkie-talkie business. Uh, it's very successful. It's gonna be the biggest walkie-talkies uh, walkie-talkie business in Los Angeles if I can get it back. Uh, you know, everything gets back to normal. I'm going to be the only uh, guy with a UV uh, light kind of suitcase that you put the walkies in, and they all get uh, you know sanitized. And I'm gonna lead with that, um, but. Apparently, you know, uh, Delta or whatever how we flew on some shitty airline. We're like, you can't have the walkies in the cargo. You know, uh, the walkie could be there, but not the lithium battery. 
So I'm sitting at the, the, the uh, you know, the airport thinking this is going to go all smooth. I have 90 batteries in there. So I have 70 walkies and like 20 spares. And I mean, this is heavy. This is some heavy shit. Uh, it, it, I had to put 90 Not batteries in a, at all. 90 battery, 90 batteries in a carry on. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got, I got destroyed. They were looking from, then I went to the, then I went to the, the, uh, you know, the TSA thing. Well, it was, they, they put me over, they were grabbing everything. I was like, look, if you guys want to fucking, you guys want to see it here, I'll whip it out for you. I have nothing in my pockets here. They're like, what is that? They're like, what is that? I'm like, it's me, bro. They're like, and then like Ellis was coming through and a couple other people were on the same plane. They're like laughing. They're like, what's going on? And they see me getting felt up. I was basically getting sexually assaulted over there. And they called like, (laughs) they called like three other guys over there. And I'm like, why is everybody sitting here trying to do this? I'm like, I didn't do anything wrong. Like, sir, we have 90 batteries. That and the other thing. It was, it was, and I, I, look, rightfully so, you know, as long as we're staying safe on the planes, I don't really care. But, it was, uh, the bag was, uh, it was a, like a really nice leather North face bag. Um, but yeah, it was probably like, it was probably about 95 pounds or something like mm-hmm. that carry on. And I was like, listen, there's no way you're not letting me on with this. I'm like, if I don't get this, I'm out five grand and that's not going to fly. It's not going to fly. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right, I got one more question before I gotta let Bobby she go. Tom has a, a pretty an engagement. Dean Morgan, can you explain where you got the Finstock mask and maybe the origins of the character? Hmm. Uh, the Finstock mask I got in uh, a place in Brooklyn called Scandinavian Grace. Um, I was, I was, it, it was, we were. I forget what I was. I think it was on like a one night stand or something like that. And, you know, I took a girl out for breakfast because she was nice to me the night before. Uh, and she's like, Hey, you got to go into the store. And I was like, Oh, cool. Went in that store. And I was like, Man, this thing is amazing. And they had a red one and like a yellow one in that color. And uh, I was like, This is pretty great. I think I'm going to get this one. I tried it on. She's like, That looks ridiculous. You should get it. And I'm like, Should I really? I'm like, Yeah, let me get it. And I bring it, I brought it up to the, uh, you know, the, the, the checkout. And uh, they were like, All right, it's like $175. $175. I'm like, Oh my God. But I didn't want to look like a punk in front of her, so I was like, "Yeah, I gotta just buy this." Now. So you know, I bought it, and then it was the best bought. It was the best thing I've ever bought in my whole entire life. Uh, well, <laughs> one of them, and uh, and then it's been it's become iconic ever since. And now we just show up at people's houses with it on. I would dress up uh, as for Halloween. I mean, this is not the ones they sell in those in like Walmart and all those other kind. This thing was made it was real uh, sheepskin and from from Sweden. Uh, that's where it's from. And it, it has like, uh, you know, uh, the tags inside or, and you can't read them. They're all Swedish. Um, so, you know, bought that and wore it all the time. Right. And just for at random places and in my house and just, and, uh, finally Christian was like, Hey, come on. And I was like, okay. I was like, I'm bringing a mask. He's like, yeah, bring a mask. And then I was always, my name was already Finstock from uh, a bunch of different things. Cause we used to watch Patino fall time and, you know, do a you know, drink and do other things. And, uh, uh, the one guy was just yelling up. He's like, "Dude, you're Bob Finstock." He's like, "That's exactly who the fuck you are in real life." And I was like, "Pretty much." And uh, they they just calling me that, calling me that from there on out. So when I put the mask on, they it was just it was just really simple. The two and two just came together, and you know that's how Finstock was pretty much born. And then we would just roll with it from there, you know. Perfect, perfect. To be perfectly honest, because I didn't get into the showdown until season four. Uh-huh. I thought your name was actually Bob Finstock and uh-huh. that Tom Agnino was the character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what McCougan did too. 
Makuga's like, yeah, where's Bob Finstock? They're like, who, you mean Tom? He's like, no, Bob, Bob Finstock. And he's like, that's, that's, that's Tom. Like, I, he didn't know. He had no clue my name wasn't Bob. Not one. Because <laughs> awesome. the guys would call me Finstock all the time. They didn't call me Tom. So he had, you know, he like, no idea who the hell I was. And I wasn't introduced <laughs> myself as Tom. He'd just hear it. Like, yo, Finstock, I'm like, yo, Josh, what's up? And then he'd be like, yo, Bob. And then I'd be like, that's not my real name. He had no idea. Not even a clue. <laughs> Well, all right, guys, we're going to wrap this up. I do actually have Danny Joy has made her way back on. She's backstage. She's going to try to pop on just to say hi to everybody real quick. Uh, Danny, there you are. So your net's on for now? I can't hear you now, Danny. Hi, everyone. Are you there? Hi. Uh, thank you all so much. Uh, big shout out to Tom Dagnino, Bobby Gucci, Bobby Finstock for coming in on Chill to Action. Super excited to have you in on this episode. We really, really appreciate your time. Thank you to every single person who donated to our Super Chat and to our Streamlabs. This is a big, important moment for a call to action, and uh, we're very happy that everyone has been so supportive of our channel and all of that so big shout out to the community thank you all so much none of us would be able to do what we're doing without anyone who watches us right now so huge thank you uh and again thank you to tom dagnino for being here thank you it was, uh, it was a pleasure you Yay. guys are great. and uh thanks for being uh, really good fans and really good people you know now it's transformed into not fans anymore just uh friends and uh that's that's a really great thing and to see everybody out there contributing especially in the time of uh times of despair for everybody um with people need content like this to keep shows like this alive and show and shows like ours alive and uh, hopefully once we get out of this fucking piece of shit thing that we, we're calling life right now, yeah. uh, back to whatever the new normal is, uh, hopefully we you know, get back to kicking some ass in the, in, in the Finstock Exchange and get the first place and win championships and you know, do things that everybody expects us to do because that's just the way it's going to happen. You know? And then shots will be on Jake. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yes. <laughs> and I'll bring him some oil or oregano as well. <laughs> yeah. Anything you want to plug there, Tom? Anything you want to place? Uh, yeah. Second season of Bobby and the Juice, which is right, right, and they're doing that now. Um, uh, the Finstock uh, Exchange podcast. We have a couple of interesting things on the horizon uh, involving me and a couple of the guys on there. Uh, try to get out there and, and do some real shit. Uh, bring something different to the table. Uh, you know, follow me on Twitter. There's always something interesting going on. Uh, Instagram as well. Like Bob Finstock or Little Bobby and the Juice. And, uh, mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep rocking and rolling, making everybody happy, trying to be as sexy as I possibly can. And uh, we'll see how it goes. You know, so much yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you. Danny, any place they can find you? you want to plug anything? Maybe May 1st. Y'all know me. Maybe a May 1st show. Y'all know me. You can find me on Twitter at Danny Joy, D-A-N-I-E-E-J-O-Y. And um, subscribe to my YouTube channel. I was active in the chats. Go ahead and find me. I might say one more thing before I hop off. Go and click on my channel because this Friday I am launching my very first show on my own YouTube channel. So go ahead and find Ooh. that. It's called Watch the Book, where I talk about books and their movie adaptations, the similarities and differences, and any other thing you might not have known about it. That's great. It's really nice to get Show us real quick, Danny. You know, you love books and showing people books on the I have a few. I have a few. I just finished reading The Alchemist. Nice. I heard that's a great book. It's a it's a great book. It's a it's a real book that puts a lot of things into perspective. Um and, and going and taking chances and uh you know uh living out your personal legend and not taking no for an answer and just like you know, stepping out of your comfort zone and uh, going for it. You know, sometimes it yep. doesn't look good, 
things and sometimes it does it's, it's about creating your own reality. I've always been a big fan of the term. Oh, yeah. um, uh, luck is just when preparation and opportunity meet. So that's not a bad one. You know, I, like I said, I've always do things too. It's like, uh, you know, uh, I'm always ready to show people what, uh, you know, their eyes have uh, failed to observe, you know, and the way I look at it is if I can sit back uh, and give people um the i guess the intestinal fortitude and the you know the wherewithal and uh the, a push to be better then that's really all that matters you know, yeah. i like that yeah all right billy anything you want to plug for yourself you know just uh follow me on twitter at mr billy belford i'll block you it's fine yeah. um and- yeah. <laughs> that's about it yeah. jeff snyder jeff snyder's the king of block Hey Jeff, how's a good block? <laughs> He'll take that as a challenge, Billy Wilson. Yeah, I think I'm blocked too. I don't think I've ever blocked anyone in my entire life, including cock blocks. I've never even done that either. All right, well, <laughs> you can find me at Paul Underscore Denuzio. You can find me here every week. You can find me on the Action Industries YouTube channel, Ben and Drew's channel, where I do a show called Class Action on a weekly basis, putting two shows movies franchises up against each other and go five categories and see which one wins and uh, i also have started my own youtube channel called pld projects i'll be sending out a link tonight to doing a test stream just kind of very low-key very laid back as i try to develop my channel um and we'll go from there so that's really it folks thank you so much tom again for coming on you got it you got it it. until uh the other what's kelsey where's she Kelsey, yeah, Kelsey's in the background there. Right, you know, I'm gonna put her on real quick because yeah, I'm gonna put her on because she didn't expect to come on. But I was gonna ask her one more thing. Uh, you're you're the one who put the thing where uh, somebody asked you. You said, "Hey, you, uh, somebody wants Gucci," and and you said, and something like fifty percent. Oh, that's really funny. I like that. <laughs> you hanging around. <laughs> I really was that your daughter. Oh, amazing. Maybe I'll have something for her in this year. <laughs> Kelsey, you're muted. Just so you know, Kelsey. You got to be on your yeah. mute. Else we want to talk, but that's okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My daughter just said that. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, there you go. All right, guys. All right, guys. Take care, everybody. Have a great night. We always love Thanks, guys. Appreciate that. Take care.